listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You heard other raps before, but kept waiting for the son of song. I keep dance all strong. Beats never worthy of my calls. I prolong extravaganza. Time sits still. No propaganda. Be wary of the skill. As I bring forth the music, make love to your eardrums. Dedicated to rap, nigga. Beware of the fearsome. Lebanon, Don, Malcolm X, beat threat. CD massacre. Murder took a set. I blow the shop up and you ain't seen nothing yet. One man ran trying to get away from it. Put your bifocal on. Watch me a cometh into your chamber like freddy in a dream this can moderate your technique and your scheme four course applause hold on four course applause like a black dad to that <laughs> you're stuck on stupid like i'm stuck on the map hey welcome to the black guy to the podcast your host rod and i lost my place there reading that shit um best rap verse of all time by the way um but uh yeah we're in the house for a feedback show uh which of course you know means that we talk about all the things that you had to say about the things that we said throughout the week um and we yeah we, we just let you guys know what we think about what you think about what we thought mm-hmm. it's that simple we only had four episodes this week and uh, i looked at the reviews we only got one review on itunes um so might be a shorter show i don't know uh we did go to walker stalker con this morning mm-hmm. um and it was straight man like we got uh some pretty cool swag uh i got my baby uh I don't know if I'm gonna call her Lucille. Maybe I'm gonna call her something black. Uh, I mean, not that Lucille isn't a black ass name. Come on. But, uh, I got me a Lucille authentically. Karen got her a mug, um, with all the different, uh, you know, like Michonne's on there, Rick Grimes is on there, Daryl Dixon's on there. And the artist, like, hand drawn that, like, it's an uh, artist, like, drew these and, like, was putting them on, like, all these different things. He had, like, shot glass and stuff. It was really neat. Yeah, we got a Michonne, uh, that same looking Michonne. We got one of her on, um, a, a refrigerator magnet, too. Um, and then also we signed up for the, um, equality nc equality north carolina um they had a booth there where you could sign up to petition against hb2 mm-hmm. you know pat mccory is trying to damn do everything just fucking steal like i'm not gonna win so i'm gonna burn the building when i leave Fuck yeah him. yeah he's essentially just you know just scorch earth right now and uh we're trying to fight in north carolina to to keep him from stripping all these powers from the incoming governor because we're gonna need those powers to repeal all the shit that he did without even voters voting on these things right and you end up having a, a closed session meeting no press no media no nobody but i guess they had to make the meeting public so people's like hey why y'all having this meeting and y'all didn't open it up they had hundreds of people that went out they were fucking protesting and and was like no you can't do this they arrested people right people's like no fuck you you cannot do this like and, that, and the thing about it and the thing that makes me upset is that people across the country that they really don't follow it all they see is just the ignorant shits to come out of our state they don't really follow it as much as people to live here a lot of this shit we did not vote on we did not pass so when people go with the people in North Carolina, no, 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 it's not the people of North Carolina. It's the people that govern over the people of North Carolina that are passing this shit and they don't actually let us vote. Yeah, so I don't know, man. It's just been uh one of those one of those times where you're just sitting around like, um uh what the fuck is going on with our state? Right. So and you do feel like there's nothing you can do, but we signed up. Uh so hopefully we'll be in the know and on how to help and stuff um at least in the ways we can you know uh and of course um you know this show is brought to you 
by all the fans who took the time out to do simple things nice things like donate you know leave five star reviews mm-hmm. or whatnot the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um and oh i forgot to mention also um the we we didn't know what the setup would be at walker stalker con mm-hmm. so we didn't know if we were gonna be there all day or not right. my mom's birthday celebration is tonight mm-hmm. so i didn't i knew we wouldn't be there the whole day right but we went early because you get in early with your media passes and stuff um and yeah we got the like we we saw chad coleman mm-hmm. uh but the way they're set up you can't just walk up to people and be like let me take a picture right and they don't really set it up so that you can like like press doesn't have like time with them like i right. I was hoping that we would have time with people to talk about you know walking dead and their upcoming projects and ask questions and stuff but they really didn't have a area for that which you know is a little bit weird I, hopefully and maybe it's because of the timing of it because mm-hmm. you can't really talk to the cast right now uh because since it's mid-season they're basically right. like you can't be asking people what's going on for the second half of the right. season um or even what they think about things that are happening right now so you couldn't interview those people you can interview people that's already died on the show then in addition to that um you don't get to interview them really like uh there's no separate area to sit down and do interviews or talk to people it's just all like you just sitting there you can take pictures of shit so we were like uh let's just go back home it's you know it's pretty much just glorified vip tickets at that point Mm -hmm. um but uh we'll know better for next time but uh yeah we still had a good time we we met a fan out there yeah like within 10 minutes of us like getting there yeah it was uh martin i believe was his name mm-hmm. and we took a picture with him we put it on social media he was so sweet. uh yeah he was he was super sweet man it was crazy uh so you know we were just yeah, chilling he was nervous to meet us i was like i don't know why we just normal regular right. ass people right so but it's always awesome man we always had the coolest fans honestly man so mm-hmm. it always makes me proud when we run into our fans because you know so far we haven't run into anybody that was just like an asshole you know True. it's cool to be like oh yeah i'm glad this person's listening to our show right so. you're after your audience is a reflection of you i tell people that like like that to me that shit matters so um all right so let's go ahead and get into the people that did take the time out to donate to the show because uh like i said could not do this without you guys um specifically so i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day and new money is what i like to say uh joy and recurring donator thank you very much joy we appreciate your money mm-hmm. my brother rodney he, re- he he was recurring donator too thank, thank you. you tyvon s recurring donator thank you tyvon mm-hmm. damian jackson Ooh, I, I am for real, real. recurring donator autumn w recurring donator thank you very much autumn mm-hmm. alfonso m recurring donator thank you alfonso yes. design t recurring donator lisa d recurring donator and she is a brand new recurring donator yeah, so nice join the new members class lisa uh kelly k oh wait kelly c recurring donator thank you jane m recurring donator mm-hmm. shirley wong esquire please say the esquire recurring donator wonga recurring donator all the way from australia mate yes sir rosalie v recurring donator thank you so much dana w recurring donator 
tanya s recurring donator hey baby alexis h recurring on that donation uh the tickler all the way uh from tennessee i believe recurring donator yes tabitha m recurring donator conrad of course the leader of the new members class i mean you guys know ah. uh and oh and that's everybody let me play us out it ain't easy, but today's a new day. But tell me where I'm a blue sky. Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's alright. The truth is, I almost gave up on a power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower. Now, I know we've been hurt, y'all, but still, I smile. Even though I have to I smile I know God is working so I smile Even though I've been for a while I smile Alright, alright Let's get into these This five star review We only got one this week uh, But it's a good one They wake me up five stars <laughs> This is by uh, This looks like Laurie Secup i think that's right larice either that or larice cup it could be that larice's cup um this is like my third time trying to submit a review because apple plays too much i apologize my other reviews do appear to look like spam no it only lets you put the one the devil is a lie anyways i love roddy karen every morning begins with a listen to the black Test podcast and 50 i mean in five hearty chuckles rod and karen have something about them that just makes everything seem okay they're like one of those feel good do good motivational black songs from the 90s oh <laughs> that's what i'm talking about thank you baby keep your head to the sky that's my favorite black motivational song uh <laughs> mm-hmm. i like how their approach to spreading uh <laughs> i like how their approach to spreading uh if oh wait hold on wait, wait. am i reading the song writing some about them and make things okay yeah I, I was reading the wrong line i like their approach to spreading information they are more concerned with being ethical than being outlandish for clicks and views and they are also the only people that can make white people news the least bit interesting i <laughs> <laughs> it's a good palate cleanser if nothing else i admire how these two are compassionate for people outside of themselves we need more entertainers like rod and karen they are your play cousins that aunt and uncle who aren't blood but they still auntie and unk and most of all friends they proved that you don't have to be a bigot or asshole to be entertaining but let's be real anything that stems from black love is bound to be amazing oh thank you sweetie thank you we are trying to be amazing <laughs> we appreciate it thank you so much we do if you're outside the united states let us know um because we can only see the reviews that come from within the 50 continental united states or whatever it is mm-hmm. uh so if you in like mexico or canada and you leave us a um five-star review unless you notify us to go check it out uh we probably won't see it um and i know we do have fans all over the world mm-hmm. contrary to what they try to tell you about black podcasting I know. um but we do have fans all over the world so if you guys um are out there and you're leaving reviews for us on itunes just let us know and we'll find it and we'll um read it on the show because uh you know we'll, what else are we gonna do guys okay we need to stick together in trump's america this is all we have left Thank all right uh all right let's get into the comments on the actual website the blackoutist.com 
basically we post every uh episode as like a post on our website and you can go there and you can click on it and say and leave a comment um you can also vote in polls we try to have a poll for every single episode so these are little things uh, that uh go a long way when it comes to doing feedback Mm -hmm. episode 1341 was our feedback show that we actually had to do on sunday Mm -hmm. uh, because karen was recovering from uh some oral surgery and stuff um 1341 riddled with beautiful blackness was the name got that from one of the reviews Mm -hmm. But Mill73 says, someone left a voicemail on this episode of the show. I think her name was Amon, and she mentioned Silk the Shocker and how it reminded her of high school. She was so exuberant that it made my Monday morning, which started out pretty shitty, as I had to wade through six inches of snow to get to the bus stop, only to sit beside this white lady on the bus that said she didn't want to sit be- me to sit beside her. So shout out to Amon. I think that's who it was for the shittifying for for de-shittifying my day oh and the rest of the show was real was good great too thanks for thank you sorry that happened to you man yeah that's one of those things that's weird especially as a black dude when if a white woman is like don't sit next to me on the bus it's almost like well i'm not trying to sit next to your ass either um and i and i also had that moment where i can't tell is it because i'm a dude is it because i'm black you know what i mean and if it's a crowded bus and i don't have a choice to sit there it's like well fuck man i i i want to be here as, as little as you do you know anyway sorry that happened to you that sucks me too people are assholes dana w says i almost choked to death on my own dry snot after i mean on my own dry snort after hearing rob pronouncing oh come on with the most <laughs> ready to french accent ever it's so hilarious to me that not only does he keep writing in uh he starts every letter with the frequency that he listens to the show like i listen several times a week or i listen every day i don't think i ever heard a real fan comment start that way it's always i've been listening since this summer or for years or whatever troll the troll is like i have listened to 3.8 episodes this cycle weird dude <laughs> yeah, that troll dude was weird and he did stop emailing as far as i know so good because i don't want to talk about him Mm-mm. any more than he wants to be talked about ain't that the truth let's just agree to leave each other alone mm-hmm. anyway karen i'm so glad you're doing okay after the surgery and glad rod held it down taking care of you he did now i'm gonna go back to listening to the show and writing fanfic about negan's black wife like they could have at least had ah. negan's black wife there today that's all i'm saying guys like i they had different people that you could take photos with um you know like chandler chandler rigs and stuff which it was awkward though because i think you have to pay to take the photos Mm -hmm. so then it's like you got to go over there stand in line pay uh and that's even with press like i gotta pay to take a photo with you um i don't know it's just an awkward process it's not it's not very natural feeling so um you know i wasn't interested in it but we did walk the aisle to see like which people were there and i mean they had some people that were interesting to us you know i they had the king ezekiel dude but he's not in costume so you know that's that thing they had the dude that was jesus was there mm-hmm. abraham was there um i think the dude who plays um eugene he was there in the mu- i think he actually that's his real hair that mullet it is um but like if they would have just had Negan's black wife, I don't even know how they would. They would probably just like Cassandra or something. I don't know what her real name is. Yeah, you could have just said Negan's black wife. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I would have stood in that line and I would have paid a hundred dollars. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's yeah, the we, only we paid one. To see her. That's the only one picture I would have paid to take was like mm-hmm. me and Negan's black wife chilling. That would have been ah, uh, our fans would have loved that, but she wasn't there, y'all. Um, 
anyway uh so back to the emails i mean the comments falcons diva says i have a one-hour commute to work i drove all the way home with my face twisted just thinking of how uh, having to get teeth pulled through my nose god bless you karen you are truly a trooper yes danny is delusional i enjoyed the first recap of the troll but when i heard it on pregame uh it was even better <laughs> yeah i mean listen premium people man they get they get they get, they get the they get they get a lot of stuff man we, we try to make it worth it yeah, because uh, a lot of times just to be hearing the stuff for the first time yeah like that's another thing if something happens to us throughout the week me talking to justin is another recap of that shit <laughs> yeah, it is. And i have to be like nigga you can't believe this shit right so then this nigga said this then i did that and it's like we have a whole new show yep uh plus the trolls bring out the black his love even more with that said i hope jason james danny has had enough seems like he has and i really hope it stays that way yep wiz khaleesi uh lisa says hey karen and the husband sorry in advance if this comment is too long i was going to do this as a voicemail last week but i chickened out i'm a somali canadian so while i am black i don't have the lived experiences or history that a black person from america has a lot of us from the motherland forget this when we're trying to give our two cents oh i just realized what she did with the karen and the husband how that dude kept going and the wife i love you and that wife <laughs> that woman it might as well have been like uh when they when they dub over something where it's like i have been listening to you and your wife for years and i really love the way that that rod and your wife chemistry <laughs> got, yeah. that, got that tnt treatment mm-hmm. we take it out the cuss words mm-hmm. anyway this is why i enjoy your podcast uh oh wait a lot of us from the motherland forget this when we try to give our two cents because she's talking about you know Mm -hmm. having different lived experiences right this is why i enjoy your podcast so much i get to learn a lot feel included in the big umbrella of blackness but also have a reminder that it's okay for me to stay in my lane when it comes to certain topics uh for sure man shit i do yeah you know how much stuff i (laughs) like i could give y'all an ignorant uninformed opinion on this show about but i just be like "Mm, no i don't know don't do it yes part of that grace sometimes is knowing when you don't know what the fuck you talking about and that shit is underrated like in the age of social media there are so many people that's willing to give you the their uninformed unintelligent uneducated hot take ass opinion right and it's typically fruitless you're gonna lose friendships and shit over some meaningless just ego it's all ego because you don't want to back down they don't want to back down when you could just literally go i actually don't know what the fuck so and i'm tapping out of that conversation yeah it happens a lot when i hear people talk about like certain mental health issues and shit i haven't struggled with that and i haven't researched that i don't i can't be out here talking about yeah you know it's uh clear that uh from from his behavior uh i would have to say clearly the man has uh schizophrenic depression bipolarism i'm like uh how the fuck do you know that did you go to school for that i could just tell by watching tv hey man there's a lot of shows that'll give you that i don't want to be one of them shows nope i don't want to be one of them shows and you know what it's okay to not know we live in a society where everybody thinks just because you are asked a question you have to give an answer sometimes no comment or sometimes i don't know nothing about this or sometimes saying let me learn about it is actually the correct answer 
but a lot of times you still get criticized for fucking not knowing even though everybody knows that everybody don't know everything it's like a lose-lose situation if i give a, a, a uneducated fucked up opinion you get roasted if i say no comment i don't know you still get roasted it's like well well it's like a lose-lose for a lot of people yeah i can take the i didn't know so that's why people got i would rather people get mad at me because i'm like i actually don't have an answer and it's okay not I'd, I'd rather people get mad at me about that than the other way when you leap out there right. because you know there's a lot of shit going around the world where i just don't have an answer or it's, it's complicated or what you know you hear somebody talking about syria i don't know enough about syria to, to have a take i don't know enough about uh palestine to really have a take like i you know everything i learned is secondhand information from somebody else that is passionate about it and i know motherfuckers are dying for centuries and shit come on i don't know what you do when you come to certain, some of these conflicts and some of the things in life so i just don't give my opinion on such a hot take and i feel like for example i don't know anything about south africa's version of apartheid that i haven't just read somewhere right you know i don't know what it was like to live there i don't know what it's like when trevor noah says uh colored is like its own race and it's cultural not really racial or something like i can't speak to his experience at all um so i wouldn't be over there giving my opinion because i don't fucking know i could only tell him what i know from america you know so uh with uh lisa goes on trevor's view on racism in the u.s is interesting to note because immediately after apartheid the new south african government under mandela started the truth and reconciliation committee in 1994 which had victims and perpetrators of human rights violations give testimonies in public in an open forum this process was also broadcast nationally to the home of all south africans reminding white people of the horrors of apartheid whether they that worked or not is a different story altogether but this could be why trevor has the attitude that he has he thinks racists are just people who, who deserve a chance and can see the error of their ways if you talk to them nicely this shit would never work in america a country where too many white people have problems and many racism didn't begin and end with slavery where the mainstream idea is to put your head in the sand like an ostrich and pretend these systemic issues are due to people not working hard enough quote unquote come on or simply being unlucky lucky i like hearing that the perspective he has as a foreigner but when it comes to certain things he should step back and let others lead anyways enough of my word vomit that wasn't word vomit that made sense thanks for all that you do and happy holidays to you and yours love always lisa thanks lisa Thank you, baby uh and yeah i would add this with trevor noah he's in the unenviable position of being in our country at a time when it's extremely volatile racially and i don't think he can do the job he does as a black person in america without talking about race i just don't think that's on the table you know what i mean it would be as glaring if he didn't talk about it than him talking about it the problem is him talking about it is just not gonna jive with a lot of black people it's just his his approach is just it's more academic than right it's a separation that you can yeah than a lot of black people would like the 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 good news for him is his audience is mostly white millennial types or white liberals who don't really have those sensibilities like it doesn't bother them that tommy lauren's given a platform because her racism is an abstract thing to them it doesn't mm-hmm. affect their lives you know so um and you know I, I won't lie man over the past week or so i found myself like recording like a couple episodes of the daily show and stuff so 
you know maybe now that i'm less uh caught up in the moment less upset like just kind of cooler heads are prevailing you know i still appreciate what that show does i'm not like a lot of people stopped watching a long time ago and then this was just a a way for them to like excoriate the show again to really like go in like oh just fuck this show but they weren't really watching the show Mm -mm. so all their commentary while valid to some extent is kind of meaningless because it's not going to reflect in any level of the ratings for the bottom line um and so it's easy and plus it's much easier to just say fuck something when you don't participate in it right um but i do want to i do really enjoy that format i really do think the show is important um and i'm just i just reconciled just like i do with pretty much every podcast i listen to every form of entertainment or news that i that i or opinion that i absorb i'm not going to agree with people all the time and there's going to just have to be room for that and and that's all you know if i can still be entertained by you i'm gonna check your stuff out that's just what it is and i think trevor noah just like any human being may still grow into an understanding of race in america that i at least reflects more of my temperament towards it true you just never know you know anyway uh and he may not for the record i mean it's just like president obama there's certain things that i look at with president obama i'm like i couldn't agree with that racially but his experience is his experience and his optimism is his optimism i can't take that away from him no matter how much i feel that i you know don't agree with it you know um um man and i'll add one more thing sorry to keep adding addendums to this but i can't you got you got my mind racing uh it's kind of like how i know some black people that don't say nigga Mm-hmm. and y'all know nigga is my favorite word mm-hmm. i still respect those people and i respect their right to not want to be called that or to not use it themselves you know and so i think on a lot of things with blackness people can agree to disagree and the sad part is when we get to destroying each other over it you know now trevor Noah's not from america but there's a lot of black people that delight in being like coon you know get get the fuck out of my country uncle tom sell out like we disagree on something racially therefore you're the most fucking worst person i can say the worst things about you you're you're out of the race almost you know and i think that's a very rudimentary understanding of what racism has done to us and what racial discussion should be i think uh a lot of people it's almost like the Kaepernick thing where it's like he sounds newly woke, like he took woke 101, yep. and you're like, oh, okay, he's going to make, and, and it's a process. You're going to make the same pitfalls. I only know these things as pitfalls in my opinion right now because I've lived through making those same pitfalls of thinking, oh, I disagree about one thing. This person obviously ain't shit. Fuck him. Fuck the rest of the, everything that person stands for. And some of it I took took growing into being like, okay, not everybody i disagree with is out to destroy the world nope you know uh and this isn't just about trevor noah at this point it's about a lot of shit you know i saw there was a video in our facebook group where someone posted some white girl twerking and cool people gonna agree or disagree about whether white people should be twerking and shit like that you know people feel it's uh absolutely uh offensive it's appropriation and 
you can say all the mean things you want to about this person there's other people that are like look man i can i'm black i can barely twerk i'm i'm gonna be out here struggle twerking too and <laughs> you know if, if white people want to come struggle twerk with me cool the more the better this is just kind of us uh this is our art form you know um and that's another lane of thought about it you know the same way that some motherfuckers go white people should never rap y'all ain't come up with hip-hop but then some people are like i don't know eminem got bars what what you want me to say i can't be a fan of his talent because right he's white doing a black thing that makes no sense right so that's just two schools of thought and it's really opinion you don't have to subscribe to either one Mm-mm. but it's interesting to watch people tear each other down and then come at each other's blackness over that disagreement it's like so now you kicked out of the race you know because some of these insults just like i said about the election some of the shit you can't come back from mm-hmm. you know you calling people coons and uncle tom and, and you know projecting onto them um all kinds of insulting ideals you can't just go back to being friends you know what i mean like the commonality of blackness also leads to a commonality of hurt when it comes to some of these insults so not everybody can just brush that shit off um and it's sad to see people like the trevor noah thing reminds me of the twerking video where it's someone didn't agree with the way someone went about trying to quote unquote solve a problem you know the propaganda that we have out here which is we just need conversations and we need to confront this stuff to his face and stuff you know not all of us agree some people are like don't even get that shit a platform don't even acknowledge that those people fucking exist but those but you can be equally as black equally as pro-black and one person thinks i'm gonna cuss this motherfucker out to their face and the other person goes i wouldn't have that motherfucker in my in my fucking show in my studio and i still go that's just two different schools of thoughts from different black people that want the best from for our culture right you know like i said trevor's not from our culture but you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm that's kind of how i feel about a lot of shit lately and i see people turn on each other so fast and i'm just like what like what is it inside of us that makes us want to be so dismissive of each other because i think we've been hurt so bad Mm -hmm. that it's like we gotta pass the hurt down you know what i mean because this country has done such a fucking number on us and it's none of our faults none of us deserve that shit but then we do control whether we pass it down to each other that's right you know when i talked about black men being the white men white people are black people blah 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 when i talked about that shit it's it's about the hurt i'm not saying i don't love black people i'm not saying i don't love black men i'm a black man but we still are responsible for the for the contamination that we spread like we can't at once be victims and deny our role in being victimizers as well that's not that's not responsible the same way that my father can critique me uh as a as a child and it doesn't mean he doesn't love me that's how i feel about criticism for us but we can also just have a difference of opinion sometimes not everything but when it's not just some like anti-blackness when it's not just some blatant you know trolling shit i would it would be nice if we could learn to respect that we disagree without it turning into the pejorative names and the coon sell out uncle tom the, the negro bedwinch type shit that comes out all it just and it just seems like it comes out like that because we've been fighting so much just to survive yeah 
that we that we use it on each other sometimes so quickly and that's kind of how i've been feeling about a lot of this shit lately um but i just haven't been able to put the words to it till just now yes i agree and also on top of that i think for uh a lot of people when they go from zero to a hundred like that they're ha- they're not, the conversation ain't about you the conversation is about something else and you happen to be the target of it you know okay we use that 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 video but when we come out and we say certain things the hurt and pain is from previous hurt and pain the hurt and pain isn't from this conversation right here but i'm gonna take this hurt and pain and instantly throw it out at you right and that becomes a problem because every conversation actually is a brand new conversation and you actually need to treat it like a brand new conversation well it's just everything when you've been fighting everything feel like a fight that's true you know what i mean yeah. like if, if a punch if you've been receiving punches sometimes a punch feels like the answer you know um whether it's where it's fun whether it's reasonable or not because look at a lot of our existences online you fighting you know what i mean you fighting even when you just want to do something positive you fighting. Yeah. even if you just want to say something that you think will bring people together you gotta fight you know i i tweeted something this morning about hb2 and how i'm glad we signed up and we need to get mccrory out just now i had to block somebody on twitter because they was like you know hb2 is really just about keeping these child molesters out of the bathroom first of all a, a child molester don't need child molester looking at bathroom signs now that's come on you someone that's already molesting children they like oh i wouldn't want to break the bathroom law right anyway the point being i shouldn't have to fight to say to say that but now that i'm in fight mode the next person that comes along might just be like i saw rogue one and i didn't like it and i'm and now i'm in fight mode so it's like man fuck you i didn't ask you if you liked rogue one or not i just said i liked it you know and it's that kind of thing we're constantly fighting you know um and i just feel like we can't sometimes we get so caught up in it that that people are fighting each other all the time and it's just not worth it it's not like in my opinion because it's a temporary relief anyway right it's a temporary like you feel good issue temporarily you know it's like everyone on social media is looking for a sparring partner and you feel good temporarily but at the end of the day you don't actually feel good because your goal you don't even your goal was more like to be in the fight than it was to be to reach a common understanding right you know like i'm able to look at you know the twerking video and see both sides of that and go yeah i can see reasonably how you could feel like i don't like this shit get the fuck away from my culture and i can see how you could reasonably feel like you know what the more the fucking merrier long as you ain't causing no problems you are welcome to come to the black people party just you know can't sit up front or whatever the fuck you know whatever the whatever whatever makes you feel comfortable but but the point being uh it feels increasingly so like it's just less and less of people like that but anyway sorry guys big tangent but uh yeah that's what that trevor noah shit made me think about was because like i said i i would be lying if I, i've watched a couple episodes since then and been like yeah i just don't obviously i think he's good at his job obviously i think the show is good i i just won't be ever agreeing with him having tommy lauren on i don't think his approach to salt question the solving race shit i don't agree with it and i think it was a sensationalistic ratings grab and i can think that about him and still not 
feel like i have to throw that person away i just don't agree with it and i tell him that to his face but end of the day i i'm not him i don't control him um all i control is if i watch or not and i don't feel like what he did was enough to make me not watch his show anymore so um is danny the journalist a real person was the the poll 100 percent of you said no it's just a troll again <laughs> uh emil says from the lawyer to journalist this dude just never stops what is happening here karen voice I wonder if this Renfro person just enjoys getting dragged on the show. I'm half expecting more letters. Maybe he'll get burned out just trying to maintain all those Gmail accounts a meal. Ah! Yeah, eventually you're going to lose a password. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I think um, it's funny because I'm pretty sure the troll just wanted to see if we would stop talking about him. And my whole thing was like, if you stop right now, we'll stop talking about you. Yes, we will. Uh, and I know you don't want to listen to this show. You voted for Trump. There's no way you want to listen to this progressive ass black show. So you got to sit through two and a half hours just to figure out if we said something. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Black Gatheist Palace says, so what's going on? What's going to be Renfro's next alter ego? I'm banking on a black woman, but something, <laughs> car- but some cartoonish like one of those black women that support Trump shaking my head, sad face. <laughs> uh, bro just says, just trying to write a story bro you had a right to know bro (laughs) 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 oh that's good um let's see uh we had next episode which was uh 1342 and it was called tiana trump is free because uh you know it was a big milestone for black people mm-hmm. b writes miss karen mm-hmm. or mrs karen mrs karen and this read about seat at the table here for it had to hold on to my kindle and let a few tears go thank you for this oh. a lot of people love you, your your thoughts on uh seat at the table and uh, how you broke it down um it was it was awesome so thank you i just tried to sit back and shut up let it happen uh who was right in the hashtag you name it challenge the dj made it not, uh hot so let him keep his money uh and or or render therefore unto Shirley caesar the things which are Shirley caesar's and unto thoughts the things that are thoughts <laughs> 21 percent of you guys said the dj made it hot let him keep his money and 79% of y'all said, render therefore unto Shirley Caesar the things which are Shirley Caesar's and unto thoughts the things that are thoughts. So most of y'all say, give her her money. Right. EVE says, pay Shirley her coin. That beat might have been hot, but it wouldn't have been hot without her. Come on, dog. Yeah. You're going to profit off of her name and her voice. You need to pay her. Yeah, he really tried to be like, I made you, I did this for you. You welcome right when like nigga she been around probably literally long when you've been born what are you talking about here mm-hmm. um <laughs> episode 1343 can't hack the willing had a couple comments silverback says god damn this was good this is a good episode title y'all and episode two made me do the proprietary black one black uh-huh 
uh then when i read the title karen and rod y'all keep on giving me life through this podcast i'm gonna have to go on amazon and buy me some mlk church fans while, <laughs> while interacting with the show the devil is a lie <laughs> real dark knight says i don't feel sorry for all the at all for young thug or any of these young cats putting shit on video he was more than willing to clown these women on video since that would get all the clicks and not really have to apologize for it as much shit as black women take i don't know what to do about these dudes maybe i'm just old karen i don't know why i didn't ever want to pair them my oh i know why i didn't ever want to pair it in my house dry snitching while i'm not there mm. <laughs> i didn't know they'd be dry snitching man they mimic things around them i never owned a pair too who knows what y'all gonna hear in my house <laughs> make it nasty make it nasty <laughs> <laughs> want me to take something out let me take something out. Oh Lord! Uh, <laughs> Wesley Pikes Fair would be a good. Yeah, was some What? What? Make what nasty? I love these white girls. Love these white girls. <laughs> uh, did power get snubbed by the Golden Gloves? Yes, it deserved to be recognized, or no, it's not good. It's not that good. Twenty-three percent of y'all said yes, it deserved to be recognized. Which means the vast majority of y'all, 77% said it's just not that good. That green guy said season one was hot fire, but they just started doing too much. Like having undead evil 50 cent get out pedophile with the kid from the barbershop so he could avenge that other kid that ghost didn't even kill. I don't even, I haven't watched any of this. Eddie Long says, <laughs> Eddie Long writes in, brother Rod, oh, sister Karen i can't believe that power was disrespected by not being honored with a golden globe nomination with all those glistening golden rumps in those in ah! those love scenes it's a travesty <laughs> kind regards empathy and sympathy <laughs> oh eddie Cal says, fuck 50 and good on the GGG Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Should have spent more time on the show and less time trolling women in Empire. Mm, I do love that, Kyle. He was talking shit out here. Uh, fuck it, trying to troll women in, in Empire. That's a good point. Uh, last episode was 12 Years of Mullet. That was our recap of the uh, mid-season finale Mm -hmm. of The Walking Dead. Yes. See what you guys had to say about this. Uh, Dune Dragon writes in, sorry for the long comment, but I'm trying to extend things before The Walking Dead withdrawal sets in. Rob, you killed me with your Morgan impersonation. Uh, I was brushing my teeth at the time and did a spit take. The gist that the gist you had about Carol and her ability to fight in the next half of the season takes me back to the last season, episode twelve, where Carol and Maggie were captured by the Saviors, and Carol was having panic attacks, clutching the rosary beads. Carol's acting weak and feeble is so good. I don't know whether that was real or an act now, right? Yeah, I said that at the time. I was like, I, I don't either. She the best actress of all time, or she really was fucked up because some of the scenes she didn't need to keep acting like that and she still seemed like she didn't want to kill and then when she came back to camp she didn't seem like she was acting in uh this is what you call breaking the fourth wall with her deceptive acting even us at home don't know now negan has had lots of laser fair postures while giving his monologues with lucille in hand but none is more pimpish than when he walked out to meet spencer on the porch he defied gravity he leaned back so far that nigga looked like he was the former smooth criminal background dancer 
uh, <laughs> yeah he did he did like he was he was he was leaning uh i'm waiting to see a meme where they put a huggy bat bear hat on him and a hat and coat on him i'm sorry uh is it me or does the time it takes to turn to cease ser- uh has it decreased seriously uh since season one? Oh, the time to be a zombie i wasn't expecting spencer to change that soon it does seem like it's speeding up and i now now once again because andrea's sister took forever once again convenient zombie stuff okay so like depends some of this shit seems like it's just for whatever makes the narrative better you know and it could be zombie turning shit is just whatever makes the narrative better you Mm -hmm. know but yeah it does seem like there's been some real fast ones lately someone knocking on our door i don't know fuck them well they ain't they ain't call anyway um (laughs) did you order from amazon or something i don't know okay uh they leave it at the desk i guess okay um and finally for the second week in a row i'm writing in a, a whisperer's theory this time it's on wire boots as they are not showing a face and the clothes did look a little bit tattered i think it's them ship uh slipping in the plot the same way the saviors slipped in while we were fretting over the wolves mm. so you think it could be the whispers from uh from the comic book that'd be interesting because that's definitely not how they met the motherfuckers in the comic Mm-mm. um yeah that's interesting also it would seem like my personal opinion is that they i don't think they would do that yet because that mm-hmm. story's not finished in the comic right and um i don't think they want to get to it yet that's my mm-hmm. guess okay I don't think they do either uh, i might be wrong but i doubt that yeah. it feels like that would be a whole season in itself yes, sir and not the b story to a mm-hmm. second half of this season but what do i know you know uh i think we're gonna get uh i think we're gonna get some other stuff that comes before that happens i do too um anyway uh, but but yeah but that's still a great guess i don't know could be alpha or beta even though he says don't call him that um and uh great podcast as usual the shake the shakes have started think i have to go back and watch uh one of my favorite scenes on the loop to keep me over tainted meat hope karen is 100 percent now for the procedure piece thanks doom dragon thank you um omani says you came at the you come at the king you best not miss rosita had one job and you only grazed lucille you don't get to talk shit to eugene ever again mm-hmm. he held up his end of the bargain and you blew it he told her ass that she wasn't going to be the one to pay she was there she knew it too but she was taking all that talking all that cash shit only to miss meanwhile her old fuck boy fuck toy spencer got all cleaned up uh for his date and negan damn sure did get up in them guts <laughs> he sure did uh he just got caught navel gazing y'all listen the only thing negan did wrong this episode was do all that cooking and not even clean up rick gotta make him pay for that yes rick daryl handled him uh handed his dick back i mean his gun and he left rick behind oh lord uh eve says if i was daryl i would have left a doo-doo surprise in dwight's peanut butter but that's just me because i'm petty Ugh. Ah! i mean does daryl even have enough to shit on command i mean mm, they ain't really been be feeding them much 
and how they've been feeding him enough dog food to really mm. that's the truth where is he going to the bathroom i can't even see a toilet in that cell uh wiz khaleesi also said uh lisa writes in looks like spencer got a gut full of negan's knife yeah csi music <laughs> <laughs> that's a good we food again that's my jam <laughs> mm-hmm. he smashed him he chopped his uh guts to smithereens <laughs> <laughs> csi miami thing plays loudly and shatters your eardrums in all seriousness i have so uh it was so obvious once we saw creepy spencer holding enid's balloons ransom um oh the creepy savior holding enid's balloons ransom negan may be brutal but he's the only one keeping that group of degenerates from raping and killing wherever they please yep sure there's lots of sherry's the whites and fat joseph's rest in peace just trying to survive but negan probably has a lot of serial killers and other violent criminals in his crew too lord help us all if they get loose and they let loose on the world the upsiders they might end up killing each other also count me in on the spinoff of the walking dead called adventure of negan's black wife unofficial title uh where we get a flashback of how she survived up until she settled into the sanctuary mm-hmm. and how negan sends special raiding groups just to keep her hair laid and skin moisturized haha <laughs> anyway love you guys <laughs> yeah i just want to see her being like making out that list you know <laughs> right. get cussing somebody cussing the savior out for bringing back the wrong shit i didn't want that type of jail right just for me what i look like 12 right um although i would uh, also like to see it like maybe what if she was just like an instagram thought like what if before this she just had airplanes in her bio and was out here getting flown out you know and she was like this is a skill set i'm about a professional right i'm about to work my way to the top uh how was the first half of season seven for uh the fans it was good it was okay or it was bad it was good 61 percent thought it was good 29 okay. percent thought it was just okay and 11 percent thought it was bad now hopefully the people that didn't see it all voted that it was good because y'all didn't even see it okay <laughs> y'all, that means y'all are judging our podcast recaps of it and nothing else that's wrong <laughs> <laughs> that green guy says my bad did you mean badass anthony animal thug tatum says <laughs> i was glad to see spencer got cut open i can't wait to see what the second half of the show offers us oh yeah i wonder if spencer was gonna be at the walker stalker con i didn't see us a, a sign I for him don't remember yeah um i guess this season got cut in half uh-huh. uh we did have one voicemail let me see if i can play this for you guys Hi, Rod and Karen. This is Angie or Veggie Dixon on Twitter. I have been meaning to send a voicemail, but every time I think about it, I'm always behind. So this is a very generic voicemail. Just to say that I just really appreciate both of y'all just being on the podcast, having this platform, and making me laugh all the time, making me be making me be informed. Um, and I'm a premium listener, so even doubly so. I really get educated because I know nothing about sports and I feel like I know just a little bit to be serious and dangerous with ball feet. And I really appreciate um, knowing about The Walking Dead because I didn't think I was one of those assholes, but maybe I am one of those assholes that doesn't have a TV. And yeah, I, I can't afford it and I don't want to afford it. But I know 
something about The Walking Dead, which is something I would never watch. But this has really helped me with my secret Santa because they love The Walking Dead. So I feel like I can seriously find something that they will like, and I will be the toast of Secret Santa this year. Yeah. So I thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. Being who you are and everything. Every time I think of something that's going on in my day, something about the black guy who tips always triggers it. Especially uh, when I went to our financial um, meeting at church, I was crying inside because I was thinking about your tweets. Because even though people were tripping, they said it. <laughs> I said it. So, y'all have a good day. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you so much for the message. Uh, (laughs) we got some, um, uh, some emails. Also, I got all y'all's addresses for the holiday cards and I'll be sending those out soon. Do you have the things for the Amazon stuff we got this week? Oh, yeah. Man. Are they in here? Do I I got them. We got, listen, they got us so much shit. It's, all right. Yeah, thank this is crazy. This is crazy. Thank you. So, um, they all came in at the same time, just about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a lot of them at the same time. Like Karen, they, the dudes from the post office yeah, had to help me. Karen carry the shit out because it was so much shit. Thank you. Yeah. Like some of the stuff I just put on the list because I'm like, no one's ever gonna get this. But but people get stuff all the time, and I added some stuff to the list too. You know, for people. Yeah. Um. So uh, we got a Carolina Panthers super soft fleece bla- blanket. Yeah. Um. We got that from Christy G. Thank you very much, Christy. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be rocking that one because <laughs> uh, Karen has both blankets and her little pillow for it <laughs> that I set up for her. Um, and uh, contrary to popular belief, it's cold as fuck. So uh, I be getting cold now, man. I'll be like, I wish I had a blanket, but Karen over there laying on both of them. So <laughs> now um, I'm always cold though. Right. Uh, and I'll see who else. Uh, Samir got us some stuff. Hold on, I think. Samir got us two things, I think. Uh, she season greetings and all that shit with love, Samir. Uh, and she she got us the uh, smell my nuts scented mason uh, jar candle, mm-hmm. which uh, I yeah, love. Smell my nuts. It's the best oh, candle I've ever had. Smell good, y'all. And Superman: Dawn of Justice Ultimate Edition Blu-ray, which uh, I, I, I that's the only way I said I was gonna watch the extended cut is Come if on. somebody bought it for me because I'm not paying. So uh I will be watching that. Maybe I'll even live tweet it for everybody. We can all have some fun. We got this Christmas card here. If you can see, I don't know if you guys can see, but it kind of moves around like the the glittery things inside. Aww. Rod and Karen, thanks for all the hard work and consistent edutainment you give us. Edutainment? You took about the Karen's one. Edutainment <laughs> you give us all May 20th. I mean, wait. Uh... May two May 2017 bring you all the bliss you can stand. Send a little Christmas magic your way. Bernadette uh at Demetria two thousand, aka DD. Thank you, DD. Thank you, DD. And we will keep this. We keep mm-hmm. these. Yeah, we keep the cards. Um we got one tis the season to be jolly. Um, with some penguins on the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merry Christmas, Ryder Karen. Wishing you a fun-filled holiday season. Thank you so much for such an amazing podcast. May 2017 bring you great opportunities and tons of money. Stephanie, 
oh that money you know what i'm saying that dollar make me holler honey boo boo i know it's so uh, <laughs> like i'm not fucking around it's the money um <laughs> jane writes in hi enjoy your gift merry christmas from jane at the written one and she sent us uh oh she sent us two sets of stemless not sets two different stemless wine glasses and um the gla- the glasses have uh funny sayings on them like uh I, I, I don't know off the top of my head hold on one of them's like good day and it's like a bar at the bottom then bad day uh and it's like a bar in the middle and then it's like don't even fucking ask me and it's like a bar at the top so you fill it up to however good or bad your day was uh <laughs> so it just um made sense man and uh yeah this it's the stimulus wine glasses which is for real luscious okay some of y'all i mean it's no offense okay no offense some of y'all gotta step your drink game up okay if your wine glasses still got stems you're not drinking enough oh here we go yeah good day bad day do not ask uh and then the other one says just a sip keep pouring don't judge me uh so yeah i love both of these i've already drank out of them um so and it was at the uh don't judge me brain uh level so thank you at the written one and uh let's see what else oh we got this one of my favorite things about this time of year is the cute little l's and it's a polar bear on the front wearing a christmas hat and then the side it says they taste like chicken merry christmas uh karen Ah! karen and rod thank you for bringing us joy just a little uh just a little thing from canada to say thank uh thank you a little something from canada to say thank you merry christmas to you yolanda and she gave us bourbon maple syrup mm-hmm. oh my god and then um my man um p andre joseph hit us up with um uh what was uh karen what kind of alcohol was it can you grab it real quick the big ass bottles he got one for us and one for justin because he he actually sent his in for balls deep um and the blackout tips uh but uh because he loves balls deep you know what i mean um so uh man i don't want to fuck it up because it was uh some really expensive like top shelf type liquor uh so i was just like uh this for us two two bottles you know um yeah it was the hennessy that's what it was you know and you know we will enjoy it because we are negroes so this is the fine cognac of choice for many a negro uh palate so man it's just y'all have been y'all have really blessed us man uh really hooked us up uh in a lot of ways with a lot of stuff um and we still it's to the point where i'm trying to keep up with y'all by adding stuff to the list but it's like people get shit on there so fast i'm just like you know i'm just trying not to pick out things that's too crazy somebody bought us a um one of the people uh gave us uh and i think i I may have forgotten who it was but we got a um box of curate cups k cups Mm -hmm. um because i drink coffee pretty much every morning Mm -hmm before i come in this office and and do podcast related shit and uh you know it keeps me it keeps me going man i had coffee just now to start the show so yeah those k-cups comes in uh it always comes into uh into play man all right now to the emails and we got quite thank a few thank you everybody thank you i can't tell you thank you enough 
lisa writes in christmas hi rod and karen i've been enjoying your show just over a year sorry i haven't donated yet but soon i promise you have made this crazy year 2016 bearable and i want to see you a christmas card now for some unabashed admiration i love the thoughtful and funny commentary that you guys do karen's laugh equals gold rod's dry humor and justified pettiness has gotten me through many bad days at work and white people news as a palate cleanser for the awesome yet simultaneously infuriating fucking with black people all these segments have literally saved lives since listening to you two has distracted me from having to put my hands on people on three bus commutes to and from work i also love how you guys end each show black love man you guys really are the best thank you for the great work wishing you a speedy recovery karen love l thanks l baby we appreciate it Mm -hmm. um and i'm glad we saved those people's lives okay you know we don't want those we don't want you to go to jail for murder Mm -mm. you guys are savage this is from random black guy who says this is a pod this is a pod this podcast is probably the one i listen to the most ever since my brother from the same other silverback put me on karen is one of the best co-hosts i heard she reminds me of my kentucky aunts and rod you a savage man it is a pleasure to listen to the blackout tips and thank you for reading my email this is my first email and i've been listening to you for years thank you thank you baby appreciate it man thank you uh for putting them on man if it wasn't for silverback you know word of mouth man that that's what gets a lot of us listeners more than anything else literally word of mouth the ogs this is from uh jeremy who says hey ron and karen i'm jeremy aka black underscore dynamite slash kung fushis oh <laughs> kung <laughs> fushis crack me up every time yeah because i was like who who is this person from the crown and college podcast i love you guys and you along with my work bay mail oh yeah we know mail are really one of the inspirations to start my podcast two years ago i love to guess the recap day walking with you guys if you'll have me or just guess one day in general it will be an honor hey man i'll reach out when it comes back maybe we can, you can hop on a walking dead recap with us no it's no problem Mm-mm. keep up the great work i'm too broke to go premium i'll continue to uplift and support y'all until i get my money right no kanye lol and i wish karen a speedy recovery so she can hit us with that good yes <laughs> thank, thank you. you man and uh yeah man just remind me when it comes back because in case i forget but right. yeah you're more than welcome to hop on man we always have like certain weeks where i'm like i couldn't find a guest so i was too lazy to reach out <laughs> uh, you know we and we do have a list of people i do need to get back on and stuff mm-hmm. but you know it's really about what we can fit into the schedule at the time true uh tim writes in just writing to vent uh what's going on Ryder karen it's your boy black gaytheist pilot or you can call me tim if that's too long no i like black gaytheist pilot dog that's you came up with that it's creative and original uh right into wish y'all happy holidays in trump's america i wanted to share a personal trump's america white privilege entitlement story that i got to experience firsthand this week that kind of took me out of the holiday spirit Uh uh-oh take a sip of this water so through good money management and right circumstances i own a four-bedroom house on my own not bragging but it's relevant to the story first of all nigga i would brag if i was you but but second of all i'm glad it's relevant to the story Mm -hmm. but i would start all my emails off with anyway i'm in one of my four-bedroom homes uh in the home that i own by myself by myself uh writing you guys to say how's your uh holidays how's your peasant life doing as broke niggas you Mm -hmm. peasants come on you look like some africans no i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 what are you rolling like young dog do that baby no don't do that baby <laughs> oh man 
Oh, um, I don't bring nothing in here but the straight head Negro. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, while the extra income oh so he says uh, over the years i've had roommates on and off and while the extra income is a plus i hate people so i usually only room with friends who are in a bind and looking for a temporary place to live while they search for their own place a couple months ago a white friend of mine asked if he could move in for a few months until um spring because he was struggling to make ends meet and needed to play catch up on some bills uh with it being the holiday i said yes and he promptly moved in now in the two months he's lived here he's lost two jobs his eight-year-old son now lives with us a few days every other week and he didn't tell me about his custody agreement until after he moved in Ooh. oh yeah i'd be mad about that too because that's something that you should tell me because i might not want no kids up in here yeah nigga you can't just be bringing no kids up in my cre- first of all the agreement was for you the agreement was for you Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no sir Mm-mm i already know what happened he walked up in your faux bedroom house right and started just looking around oh my god this beautiful and was like i'm gonna stay <laughs> he, was, he, he, he said oh my god this beautiful like he was like me and my son about to be living here like pursuit of happiness come on oh man that's sad man. right that's something you should tell people up front now see he probably purposely didn't tell you because you probably wouldn't may have told him no yeah you know so uh and also why wouldn't you just tell your ex or whatever like um i'm you know i currently don't have a place to stay i'm staying with somebody i can't keep our son i can't keep my son i don't know Ah, that's tricky i don't know nothing about y'all kids but it seemed like some communication was missing here you cannot just assume motherfuckers would be cool with that Mm -hmm. um so he also goes on to say um oh and i already had to tell him that his girlfriend doesn't live here and can't stay five nights a week she literally moved her shit in within a week of him moving in oh the icing on the cake was i found out he's been going around town telling people that the reason he's living with me is because i am broke so i needed to move him in and that he's renting to own bitch what Mm, you a good one because honey you'd have came home i'm like oh we're ripped on this here's your shit oh i know you would have came home but just like, like 12, this 15. yeah it was 12 15 exactly if i'm not mistaken it was now you see something now you see now you done fucked up you know that don't you i see what i'm saying I, no i i thought no, so you know i'm saying that you done I, fucked up now you know that don't you yeah, I know you done fucked up, don't you? I know you done. <laughs> no, you done fucked up. Without the tape, they had nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm be Susie walking the house. So you've been telling people that you uh Oh yeah, oh yeah, we did discuss that on spot. Nah, nah, I told them that uh I that I rent from that you rent from We discussed that. That I'm own. renting the own mm-hmm. now, now see now you see now. Now you see now you know you done fucked up, don't you? Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and said, Oh, right, right this minute, mm-hmm. you, your girlfriend, and your baby gotta get out. I don't care mm-hmm. what you do, I don't care where you go. I don't care nothing about your Christmas. Y'all got to go. Nigga, I turned to Ebenezer Scrooge. What? Think I'm gonna be I'd have been I'd have been like the motherfucking Grinch. Give me the tinkle bells, the dinkle bells, <laughs> the dumb and everything. I else. love you. 
No homo. But we threw Jesus out. Yeah, Jesus out, bro. That's that's the last straw. You're not gonna be lying on my good name, bro. Mm. Uh. So uh, Tim goes on the right. The fuck this bro. <laughs> this broke lazy out of work white boy who only pays rent by borrowing money from family is telling people i'm broke he seriously moved in and tried to christopher columbus my house from me i promptly gave him a 30-day notice and he's still surprised as to why i was so mad bitch what you get the fuck out of my house mm -mm 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 -mm. you surprised i'm mad Mm mm-hmm because you know what i'm putting your ass out guess what that's what nigga why hast thou forsaken me you said you was loyal, but, but you, you wasn't. wasn't. You said you was faithful, but, but you, you lying ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, but like this, and you nice. You real nice. You was like, I give you a 30-day notice. Bitch, your shit would have been packed outside. I'd have called you an Uber and be like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You ain't gonna goddamn 30-day notice. I own this bitch, not you. You a visitor. Dang. It ain't even happened to us and we mad. Right? <laughs> I know you I'm was, hot. I know you was mad. I know you. Ooh, and you and you, you know and you a good one, baby, because I'm gonna tell you right now, he'd hit the wrong one, it'd have been some goddamn assault charges. He'd hit that door, people put them motherfucking hands. Where you said what, bitch? You know what's funny is that you know he presented it to uh Tim like, Oh, we in on it together. You know, like the dude, I don't know why you getting so mad. I had to tell him something nigga you are telling people i'm broke to make yourself look better better when this shit was charity i gave to you no that's none of this is okay we're not in it together we're not friends yep the audacity of white people and this is someone who i have been friends with for several years Ugh. anyways on a lighter note is it too late to request a holiday card no it's not too late Mm -mm. uh if if not my address is below thank you for providing the platform for the black gautas nation thank you for letting me vent even if you didn't read this on the show oh we read it Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah if you send it to the show unless i mean you say you put in a do not read or something like that right also if you don't want us to read uh put it um put uh put it at the top because sometimes i get to the end and i'm like you know i would ask like some there's a couple times i've read people shit by accident uh john writes in uh trolls trevor and the election etc dear Ryder karen first off fuck that gen fro critter get her asshole a million times over that said i love it when petty rod pest control comes out of for a service call <laughs> karen your laugh is the best it always lifts my spirits thank you Especially when you start laughing about something so hard that it completely derails the show, like Kunta Kente jokes, Count Chocolate, and lesbian gangbang scenarios in The Walking Dead. Don't feel bad, Karen. My mind totally went there too. See? I guess y'all was into that tunneling. <laughs> uh, just wanted to say, just wanted to say, this has been a great show of, a great run of shows lately. The segments on the Catholic Church sending app, sex ed, very special TV episodes, etc., was some of the funniest shit I've heard in ages. I think Trevor Noah's interview with Tommy Lauren did have value as a teachable moment for white liberals who need to understand why some of the premises that they might share with Lauren, though in more muted forms, uh, are wrong and why they are racist. Unfortunately, Noah then went on to do all the problematic bullshit after the interview, sigh. Right. <clears throat> yeah i kind of felt that way too where i was like okay i can talk myself into being okay with this and then it was just like oh wait no no this is what what is happening why are you still kicking it with her this is not actually this you went too far um 
as the holidays and the year end draw near i wanted to thank you guys for putting out such an amazing show it's been a real nice way to try to remedy the psychological breakdown that this election has wrought on all of us on that note i also wanted to thank you for your awesome election coverage and specifically i remember on the day after the election but during your discussion you both mentioned what an awful disappointment it was even for white people who supported hillary a lot of the people in my social circle are white liberals who are heavily committed and work real hard to try and keep try and keep trump out of office they take intersection seriously and were extremely excited that hillary would not only break the glass ceiling for women but that she seemed to be doing it with a real emphasis on diversity and inclusion and they were thrilled that our country was finally starting to quote unquote get it election day will always haunt me we walked out up to the polling place and my wife was over the moon um and she was she has dealt with so much sexist bullshit throughout her life and was ecstatic to see a great woman finally in the land's highest office especially after enduring the awful sexist campaign by trump in the media and i was thrilled to be there by her side at one polling place there were lots of people of all color we live in a pretty diverse area who had brought their daughters to the polls to witness what we thought was going to be a historic moment and i was thrilled to be with them on the right side well you know what happened next anyways uh-huh. i really appreciate the fact that amidst all the jokes about the awfulness of white people for electing trump and we fully deserve the shaming that you guys were able to spare a kind thought to the people who were devastated by the result is one of the reasons i love you both in the show and the facebook group uh yeah man i'll just say um in general there's of the people who got the most quote-unquote horn swoggled or the wool pulled over their eyes it had to be progressive white women and that's not to be like y'all go to the top of the victim line like Mm -mm. it's just the matter it's like as a matter of course i think obviously people with the highest proximity to whiteness are normally the most trusting of whiteness Mm -hmm. the way social media circles are shaken out and the way everything's been filtered out liberal white women have probably for the most part been living in a liberal white existence online so your facebook people and all the people that you either disagree with in life or whatever they're not really yeah um they're not really in your circle and then the other part is there was a very big contingent of white people that and especially white women who just didn't say anything right they just let those women be vocal and talk about hillary and defend her and shit but in their mind they were just kind of like i'm not voting for her and i think they felt the most like betrayed by that contingent of white folks um you know white men for the most part just did what they always do you know like 90 at a 90 percent clip you can count on them for the most part voting voting against their self-interest if they you know or they're voting because of the privileges they exist they, they they experience through life most of them are going to support uh the republican candidate forever right mm-hmm. i don't know what would have to change for them to not do it but right. um particularly white women this time with this candidate probably felt the quote-unquote girl power of it mm-hmm. to a level that i know black women didn't feel because black women were very much like she I'm, I'm gonna vote for her because she's the least of the problems that i have with these candidates right, but it i was, still got problems with her yeah it wasn't a lot of gung-ho black women that mm-hmm. from my experience mm-hmm. um not that there were none there were some that i mean shit some worked for her campaign and shit there was mm-hmm. you know um and my personal philosophy is to not for me personally it did it did it wouldn't have felt right to vote against the candidate that black women chose because she's the candidate that black women chose the black women that voted 
overwhelmingly voted for her um so to me if i place a vote in this election um and it goes against what black women are voting for to me that feels antithetical to all the shit that i believe so um and there's been a large rejection of of this where it's like black women obviously are wrong if you if you're out here talking about not voting if you're out here talking about voting for trump if you're out here talking about voting for third party candidates it just felt like a lot of people were saying it's almost a slap in the face to the black women that went i'm gonna hold my nose and vote for hillary and just did the quote-unquote right thing while other people took the luxury to not um so but but all that being said um there's a fine line between um wanting justice and being jealous and i think a lot of people air like a lot of people are more jealous of white supremacy than they are about equality for all yes sir there's a lot of people that um as far as they're concerned you know and i try to keep this out of our facebook group try to keep it off of our show Mm -hmm. this isn't a show about hating white people it is is not you know this isn't a show about um how like i hate white supremacy yes you know i you know i want to be able i hate the programming and conditioning of this country mm-hmm. my goal is to be able to love people period because i feel like yes. that's we're only here for a finite amount of time and i don't want to leave a legacy on this earth of the hate that was within me that i passed on to people but right. i will you know i want to love people i just hate anti-blackness i hate yes. you know but there's a lot of people that for a lot of reasons whether it's romantically seeing white people white women white men as competition whether it's uh you know the past hurt of injustices that have been done to us whether it's the systemic shit that, that i think they've traded in being against white supremacy to being jealous of white supremacy and just wanting that shit for themselves and they pay and the and, and i have that within me like i have that pettiness i have that anger where sometimes I just want to be the one in charge and I want to get to make the decisions and I want to tell people fuck themselves, but that's not really justice. No, it's not. That would, that would just make me as bad as other people. So I don't want to do that. And I don't want to have a show where it just sounds like us telling like quote unquote picking on white people. Um, because that's not what we're doing, Nope. but I do want to show we talk about privilege and dismantling it. And in America, the most privileged people are going to be white people. It's going to be males. It's going to be heterosexual people. Uh, it's going to be cisgender people. It's going to like the, every level Americans throughout the world. It's just, everybody has some level of privilege at some point. Mm-hmm. And I'm against the use of that to harm. Right. That's it. You know what I mean? Uh, does that mean the bulls out of target quote unquote ends up on whiteness a lot of times? Yeah historically it will that's the way things have been trending um i'd be less than honest to not talk about it we'd be less than honest to not talk about it but as far as um the idea of you know we had a dude in our forums that he was just harassing every white member of our of our facebook group when they said something and he had to go yes sir you can't do that you know what i mean that's not the goal of what we do and if you think it is you're listening to the wrong show because we don't want you in our group either you know what i mean and i would say and i say if if i won't let someone come into our group and say talk shit on black women 
i can't turn around and be like but it's cool if you want to come in and talk shit about gay people or it's cool if you want to talk come in and what you know every time every time you see an asian person say something because you don't like something that another asian person said you're gonna go in on them like that doesn't make sense for for a group of people that are consider themselves fans of us to go around harassing each other so we try to avoid that shit and if it just happens to be a person that's being targeted um because they're white or something we don't want that shit on our behalf either mm-hmm. that being said still gotta tell the truth and anybody that's listening to this show if you've been listening long enough uh you have to be comfortable with being critiqued as a white person because that's what we do mm-hmm. you know what i mean but critiques i love too it's not just about yeah. hating people right a lot of people do not for some people when they hear a critique even if it's coming from a place of love instead of being willing to listen they automatically get defensive and right. just assume that you're trying to hurt them when the critique is not coming from a place of of, of hatred or, or pain yeah all the time and then also just you know i know right now there's black people listening to this that are because of the damage that's been done to us they're like here they go caving for a white person or some shit and like it's that's the damage that's been done to us is that we can't even say because that's what most of us believe which is well i don't want to then take the hate that's been done to me and pass it on to somebody else there's there's people that are we're so fucked up like we just can't even have like camaraderie like we can't even be like well nah i'm not here to hurt you but i am here to tell this truth you know and yeah if someone's listening to the show i'm assuming that you know there's a lot of tough shit that we say that's shit that i don't like talking about but you know as a black man i'm like fuck can ti shut the fuck up you know what i mean like there's shit i don't want to have to come on the air and say again and again and again but um at any rate man um we don't try to have a show that's just about hating any group of people that Mm-mm. to me that's just that's not our goal but there's i'm sure there's plenty of shows that do have that but mm-hmm. it's not my it's not our goal no hope you both have merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy holidays including my address for the holiday card if there's any left there should be your mm-hmm. show in the community is a wonderful thing to be a part of p.s i would love to see protect and serve the movie set up a GoFundMe, and i'm ah! in i'm here for protect and serve too though i think you still gotta find a role for chadwick bozeman and maybe let tom hanks son team up with lil wayne and do some sort of racism doesn't exist theme rap song for the soundtrack ah, <laughs> oh shit cheers and love to you all john all right ah, thank you baby move your address into the holiday card thing um all right let's see you guys are awesome uh tony rice and hey riding uh karen just wanted to let you know i'm seriously enjoying your show after recently discovering you guys on stitcher plan to become a premium supporter after the new year keep up the good work love you guys yeah Woo-hoo! thanks tony thank you appreciate thank you very it very much and we still chart on stitcher thank you uh caritha writes in uh tbgwt love dear rod and karen as you already know i love the show i wanted to share a bit of why beyond what i put in my five-star review a while back 
i think part of why i got hooked is that y'all sound like home to me i grew up in the country not far from houston texas i lived on a dirt road that didn't get paved until the year 2000 however even before i had ever traveled anywhere outside of houston or the state of texas people would often ask me where i was from for some reason i never really had an accent but y'all sound for similar to how i think and I, how i think i sound and you certainly sound like my family i'm so grateful to hear people who sound like my family but who also say things i never heard growing up you know progressive stances on gender sexuality etc the combination of family sounds with a worldview i wish more of my family members had feels like such a gift to my soul oh thank you baby thank you also i appreciate the comments you have to make about how each person needs to figure out how to deal with their childhood hurts more constructively i just want to add that i often tell the people i mentor because folks of color who are now phds can often tell horror stories that involve other people of color i let them vent but i never fail to give my perspective which i think aligns with your take on things i've been fortunate to give opportunities and access to education to so to so many people i grew up oh that so many people i grew up with didn't if i can't forgive and or figure out how to deal humanely with white folk who treat me and mine like crap then surely i can find a generous lens through which to view those who hurt me when we were young yo for sure man that uh i know it sounds silly but i honestly think uh so much of us like so much of the issues we face no matter how old we get is just shit from when we were kids yes you're trying your best to protect that child because you go i don't want to hurt again Mm-hmm. like our defense techniques everything man it's just and that i think that's just a battle we all gonna fight our whole lives yes we are you know i mean even even big shit i think is little shit you know what i mean like even when it's like homophobia some of that is from just you as a kid like i don't want to accept change i don't want to broaden the definitions i learned i want things to be simple black and white yes and no right and wrong gay or straight like i don't you know what like i'm because what does it hurt you to learn some new words right if you had to learn new words for your job you learn them new words yeah you would. you know what i mean like it is we we it's something it's something about it's like a protection method but the thing is that shit can hurt people it can be deadly it can kill people you know so it's important to 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 unprogram that kind of shit if you can or to at least work on it man like it's no excuse not to challenge yourself you hear our show and you get mad then you have to think like why you know gotta examine why man anyway finally i love the puns the tendency of yours that tendency of yours never get old so uh sending lots of good energy away caritha thank you thank you uh and lastly <laughs> sierra writes fuck itunes oh uh, <laughs> baby she been trying i told her i think told her steve jobs still alive y'all uh this is at mom's drag with swag uh i haven't been trying to leave a five-star review on itunes all damn morning oh it takes a few days to post i don't know if karen told you but it actually uh it doesn't post right away it normally takes like two to three days so just don't put any cuss words in it and we should see it by next week uh it's some bullshit but i love you guys besties in my head this is what i was trying to post again in case you missed it fuck itunes hey y'all i finally figured out how to rate my besties in my head on itunes but one thing i can't curse on here that's problematic for me do you know how hard it is not to use my beautiful black gift called words of curse (laughs) (laughs) i told you you had to use like little stars and asterisks because the thing is if you curse on itunes they don't not tell you that it was rejected it just don't post Mm mm-hmm 
anyway at this point if anyone out there is not listening to this show you must be the 35 year old white man who was featured on montague uh so forget them transracials i even love balls d sports don't have a clue about what y'all be talking about but it's funny and i'm learning about sports anyway love you keep the keep slaying the game karen keep laughing thank you uh yeah i'll tell you this man you listen to balls deep though like you might think you're not learning but it's really like um it's like how danielson learned karate and the karate kid like y'all think y'all not learning but y'all smart as fuck if y'all listen to balls these sports yeah like you think like you we take you straight from the bullshit of like what percentage of the time do yeah. they win and how, what is his passing rate what about his three-point percentage that's bullshit you don't need to know that truth. no no one cares about that but what you do need to know is what is gilbert arenas up to with his baby mama this week what you do need to know is about whole control yeah well we haven't talked to whole control in months and maybe even over a year mm. but you but what you do need to know is um what is miko grimes talking about on twitter because Come that's on where we excel okay yeah that yeah these these other shows might lead off with the recap of the falcons playing against the browns but what we leave out with (laughs) is scotty pippen versus larsa pippen and that's the story (laughs) that's the story that you need to be talking about with all these people that talk no sports okay guys Mm -hmm. we're gonna teach you how to hate Dwayne wade we will teach you that shit okay so yeah we're gonna have uh mobiles of siobhan yeah we're gonna talk about siobhan okay we got a lot of stuff going on at balls d sports that goes beyond the simple paradigms of wins and losses and three-point percentage and shit yeah and actually between me rod and justin roderick is the expert me and justin mm-mm, we just be alone for the ride mm, justin know a lot too but i'm i'm more of a y'all know more than me sometimes when it comes to some of the uh tactics that these people use against their baby mamas and in court and stuff well, yeah that, that's true. i don't know all yeah, that stuff that's true yeah i'm just out here trying to learn like y'all all right uh-huh. we'll be back tomorrow until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.